This is the audio version of the weekly Con Culture podcast, Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. Each week, Leonard Sultana, along with its co-host Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CC Forum, are joined by con bloggers and special guests to talk about the past week in con news and the latest in pop culture headlines. This is Season 3, Episode 43, with five weeks to go until San Diego Comic-Con. The most experienced attendee will be in full preparation at this point, but there are still plenty of first-timers, unsure of what to expect with questions on their mind. In this, our Comic-Con noob special, we are joined by Stephanie Wilson from The Geekery to help answer as many of those questions as possible. Talking Comic-Con is sponsored this season by the excellent Dark Bunny Tees. Head to darkbunnytees.com to order your next absolute favourite film and TV-themed T-shirt. Welcome to Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name is Leonard Sultana, and this is our weekly show where we talk Comic Con, con culture, and all the stuff and nonsense that's around it. Uh, we've got some great guests, and we are going to be talking about Comic Con first timers, Comic Con noobs, and we have one of those with us. We'll get to her in a second. We have first uh, my regular partner in crime, Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CC Forum. Hello, Alyssa, how are you? I'm well. Uh, the weekend forumming has been all about programming, exclusives, budget, off-site, Conan, line comfort tips. Television. Oh, and television. You know, so we're, you know, it, it's, we're in full swing. So it should be a fun show today. Yeah. I mean, this the last seven days, I mean, I don't know... What it's been like for you, but it's just been non-stop. I mean, it's just been nothing but news and stuff. It's just been incredible, overwhelming. It's been overwhelming. <laughs> hey, it's, this is where the fun begins. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm tired already and concerned about getting burnt out. So even and I'm not. It's what is it? We're at um, 38 days before con. <laughs> And I'm worried about burning out. Five weeks to go. Excellent stuff. Thank you very much indeed, Alyssa. Um, we are also joined by someone I've been wanting to get on the Hangout for absolutely ages. We've got Stephanie from um, the Geekery. Hello, Stephanie. How are Hello. you? Hello. I'm doing great. I finally have a webcam. So, like, I'm finally joining you. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we, we kind of like, the time we invited you on, it was like a case of, but you can't see me. And you're going, listen, <laughs> I think a lot of people like, them not to see me, so I, I, I think it's not. That, I think it's okay, but it's great to have you uh, joining us. Um, what's the geekery like in preparing for uh, uh, Comic Con? We are starting to figure out what we want to cover, send out emails, trying to figure out like what's available, and things are slowly starting to trickle out. Um, and that's kind of where we're at right now. Like, nothing's certain, but we keep hearing little whispers of things, like Winona Earp will be there, and now maybe Marvel seems pretty certain, and I'll what do we want to cover? Um, so. Well, we'll be talking about that as well um, as we go into it, and obviously we'll also, uh, they'll probably come to you as well, because you probably are going to be interested in the uh, the fact that Shadowhunters uh, isn't going to be coming to uh, Comic-Con this year, which 
I, I didn't think that show had that much of a following, but everyone's been talking about Shadowhunters. So, um, obviously, that's gotten a lot of people's attention. So, uh, no, we'll, be, we'll, we'll cover that as we uh, go through the show. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, Stephanie. And last but not least, very early in the morning where she is, we have Jessica. Hello, Jessica. How are you? Hi. Kind of tired. <laughs> where, where are you based? The Philippines. That would do it. There you yeah. Go. yeah, that would that absolutely do it. And uh, the reason why uh, we've uh, asked you to come along, and I know that uh, you're friends with uh, Stephanie as well online, you're a Comic-Con first-timer. Never been yeah. seen before. Yeah. Um, we tried getting um, badges last year and didn't get any. And then this year when we tried, my best friend, she got in and bought, bought for us. So. <laughs> Yes. That, is, that is the fist pump of destiny night, right? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm certainly you've got plenty of questions. Um, I mean, I suppose the first question I've got for you is, I mean, what's your preparation been like so far? I mean, I can I can imagine you've been following a number of accounts on social media. What's your uh, plan so far? I mean, whereabouts are you? Um, have you started packing yet? No. <laughs> I'm I'm behind Angel. I know Angel has started packing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't I've tell everyone. <laughs> Sorry. I've got a list of um stuff to pack already. Um I've got either the itinerary for when you get over to the US and but I'm still waiting on the schedule for the SDCC for the panels and stuff. Indeed. So. Well, I mean that would, that we can okay that's the first question there you go there's there's the big one then we can get that one right off the bat um, a lot of people asking about when the panels are going to get released now this is going to be the schedule for the panel rooms the the big panel rooms like ballroom twenty hall h six um, bcf that kind of thing everything gets released two weeks before comic con so you've got a couple more weeks to go yet <laughs> the look at the look on her face just there what We've got how long? <laughs> no, <laughs> you've got two weeks to go, which means, or uh, yeah, um, two weeks before the actual con, which means uh, the way that they do uh, the panel releases is um, the corresponding day uh, two weeks before. So, for example, for Thursday the 21st, it will be on 7th of July on the Thursday, and then Friday for Friday, Saturday for Saturday, Sunday for Sunday. We are going to be doing a panel show uh, on the 17th, and uh, that means what I'll probably be doing is talking with a bunch of people about the Thursday through Saturday, and as we're talking, as usual, the Sunday schedule comes out, so uh, <laughs> we usually end up covering it rather live, uh, but yes, that's when the panels come out. You've got a bit of uh, time yet. What have you seen so far in terms of like the television stuff and the film stuff? What's kind of attracted your attention so far? Uh, for me, for me, I saw Winona Earp. I don't know if anyone else watches that, but that one got released on Twitter. They kind of, I don't know, they're, just, they're allowed to talk about it yet, but um, apparently they have a panel on that Saturday at like 2.30 or 3.30. Yeah, I know that some of the bigger companies, because they are very much fixed in the schedules, they can kind of reveal whatever they want to reveal. I mean, it's not like... <laughs> I mean, I think, uh, Alyssa, we we kind of discovered this um, pretty early on this year, that, and it's something I didn't know about, that they, 
the big companies actually pay for their slots in places like Hall H and Ballroom 20. I actually didn't know that. I thought they were invited along. Huh. I, I didn't, I, I don't recall hearing that. I don't remember hearing that, but I've been uh, distracted by a whole lot of other, other things going on recently. I do know that uh, we are currently starting, and I assume um, Angel is also with, uh, we're starting with uh, trying to keep track of tweets and so who's going to do what and trying to put some sort of an order to those so that we can get an idea of what's going to be where. I mean, we've talked briefly about the Marvel panel. Um, I know that that we've um, assumed that I think uh, the director of um, Doc Strange has announced that he's going to be there in a rather circuitous way. So, <laughs> well, let's hope that it, it's an actual announcement, but also that James Gunn responded. So keeping track of all of those tweets is um, the, and those hints are really the, um, for any new folk out there, those are really what we have to go on until we get the official announcements. Speaking about that announcement, because the way that Scott Derrickson did it was showing a picture of the banners that went up two days ago. What's your thoughts on them? Uh, Doc Strange? I mean, we knew it was going to be Marvel, because Marvel are the ones that pay for the banners, but what do you think? I'm excited. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, like, I've never tried to do Hall H for Marvel before, because it's always been so scary, but... Um, first of all, Guardians of the Galaxy was my favorite Marvel film so far. And then Doctor Strange, I'm a big Benedict Cumberbatch person. So if either of them were going to be there, I would be excited. If both of them are going to be there, I'm, I might have to do Hall H on a Saturday, assuming it'll be on a Saturday, because it always is. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing the whole Hall H thing. That's, um, yes. Uh, we will be talk. We'll talk about that as well. The Hall H thing, because that's a whole other subject. <laughs> but uh, tell you what, then obviously it's all about questions and questions that you guys have. If you do have any, if you are a first timer, uh, if you want to jump in on the Q and A, uh, and do let us know if there's any questions that you want to uh, have answered today, or if you want to go to Twitter and use the hashtag #CupOTSDCC. So we'll start with you, Jess. Here we go. Question number one. Go for it. What would you like to ask? <laughs> uh, so we have 3D night tickets. Uh, any advice on what you should do first? Like go to the merch area and buy Funkos or I don't know what else happens. What is preview night, I suppose, is the catch-all question on that. That's a very good question. Um, Alyssa, do you want to take this one or...? Um, well, first off, I would not recommend trying for Funko, um, preview night. I, I, I wouldn't, um, while I understand that a lot of people want the Funkos, um, it seems like it's one of those, those areas where you're going to be extremely disappointed, um, to my mind, my my major thing is managing expectations, um, and so the the idea of trying for Funko on preview night. I, I know that Caroline uh, Leonard's wife tried for Funko on preview night on um, last year. She was tenth in line. The last couple, indeed. 
Yeah, and uh, she got nothing. <sighs> no. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it really is a case of uh, some. Well, it's a two two prong thing, really. Um, uh, number one, it's just sheer demand. Um, at the end of the day, you are going to be in the crush to get in with everybody else, which means everyone who's been queuing for two, three hours uh, on preview night are going to obviously get into that line first. And, of course, you've got two queues going for exactly the same because you've got the queue coming from the, the back of the sales pavilion and also the one at the back of or, uh, above Hall H. Um, so it is all about demand at the end of the day, and it can get very hectic down at the Funko booth. The other issue is an issue that a lot of the popular bo uh, booths have, Le Lego, Marvel, uh, Mattel, in that um, there have been a number of um, people um, that are attending as uh, uh, the, the booth uh, staff um, have gained the system in that they've either had uh, an attendee's uh, badge or whatever, and they've kind of loitered around until they hear that the doors are opened and then just started their own little line. We've been pushing for companies to kind of address this for a couple of years now. Who knows? Hopefully the RFID badge thing could come in handy there, but who knows? We, we've yet to find out exactly how that's going to uh, play out. It is a very difficult thing to, uh, to uh, advise. In terms of uh, preview night, and this is for everyone who's watching, if you're not going to go for exclusives as such on that first night, if it's not something that's absolutely your main stay, if it's not the thing that's really kind of your main priority of the day, don't line up. Go to a pub. Go and enjoy the rest of San Diego. Uh, it's that's a what I do. City. I, I've had preview night badge. Well, I have a press badge, and preview night comes with it, so I haven't actually paid for preview night myself, which might be a different story if I did. But um, even though I've had access to preview night for three years, I've never actually gone to it. I just go into the gas lamp, ignore the whole thing, and just have some drinks with friends, and that's how I spend my first night at Comic-Con, not even going anywhere near the convention center. <laughs> well, the great thing as well is because of the size of the convention uh, ex the exhibition floor, the people that are queuing up for um, getting in on preview night, 20 minutes done, they're in, and the, then they just open up the doors, and you can walk, pretty much walk in off the street. So unless you are absolutely one of those people punching and kicking to get to the exclusives, hang around and enjoy San Diego, enjoy the off-site, get a bit of a sense of San Diego in full swing, because it will be on preview night, is very much a, pretty much a full-on extra day of the convention. So, for preview night, I would use it to get your bearings, get an idea of the uh, the scale of the thing, um, have a look around, get certainly the idea of where certain booths are, but if you are up for specific um, exclusives, that's where you're going to have to really kind of put the effort in on that one. So, that's that's my advice on preview night. Wander the floor and make sure I would would be the one thing that I would add to this. And as Leonard was saying, get your bearings. But if you wander the floor and go to the side of the con, uh, and you'll see they'll put out um, a floor map, a floor plan. Go to the side that doesn't have all of the the Fox booth and all of those. And it, it's pretty quiet down that way. It's where all the comic vendors are. And you'll kind of get, 
you know, it, it, it's a nice place to go and be quiet and just kind of look through it. You'll also want to take a, a trip up to, I think it's, what is it, the, the mezzanine level in the back yeah. area, Leonard, where your panel is. Um, and you might as well do this preview night. Um, go on up there and get an overview of the entire um, convention floor, which is just spectacular. Make sure to take pictures. <laughs> yeah, so it's right in the center of the exhibition center floor. Um, you go up the stairs. There's a, it's a big glass uh, mezzanine which just looks out over the whole thing, and you can just see the bedlam folding in front of you. It's a, it's, a, it's a great place to go and visit. I actually went for the first time last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Go up then. You, you do end up doing that. I know that you're going for the first time. You'll you'll actually go away from Comic Con, finding places that you haven't been because there's just so so many places for you to kind of like so many different corners for you to uh, to uh, find out. So there we go. Any other questions? Go for it. Oh um, well, my friend sent it into the chat, but also on preview night. So they mentioned how they're gonna do the world premiere for Star Trek. Yes. Uh, <laughs> As we're all like, uh, we all three want to go to this. Okay, everybody that I know really, really, really wants to go to this. Um, the yeah. fact of the matter is that they're probably going to allow six thousand or so, six thousand, ten thousand, somewhere in that range of people, or maybe even less, out of a hundred and thirty thousand people. So your ch- so the chances are, <laughs> yeah. Not then again, not every, not everybody is a massive Star Trek fan, so you can shave off a bit of the percentage on that. Um, at the end of the day, yeah, it is it is all about laws of numbers. At the end of the day, um, I think you're looking at around five thousand available tickets for the general attendees. Um, as for when those tickets are going to be available, nobody knows yet. Who knows? We'll find out some details this week. Um, but um, I know that Comic-Con are now starting to roll out information pretty much on a daily basis. So we'll soon find out. But uh, for now, we have no information on that. Do you know anything else, Stephanie? Um, I don't, and I actually heard that the number was lower. I heard it was around 3,000, but I, my source came from a random person on your forum, actually, so <laughs> I don't, I, <laughs> I, I hope your number's more accurate. That doubles our chances. <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. Well, what I was basing it off of is how many people were allowed in um, from the Star Wars uh Symphony last mm. year. That's that's where my guesstimate and range was. But again, it goes back to managing expectations. Um, I think if I had to to hit on any one topic for the entire show, it would be that um, CCI has even said, um, and I forget where I couldn't quote this, but they purposefully put panels. Back, not back to back in the same hall, but in uh, the ballroom 20, they'll put a, a, a Star Trek and, and in hall H, they'll put a, a Trek. So, or I, I'm not using those specifically, but they'll, they're, they will definitely balance it out so that you have to choose. And those choices are gut wrenching. 
<laughs> absolutely gut wrenching. Yes, Jess, you you are going to have to. Um, the, I mean, the first thing that I would say to any first time going to Comic Con is, you're not going to see everything. Uh, that's unfortunate. That's just the way that the it, that's the way that it is. The great thing about San Diego Comic Con is, however, the sheer amount of content is that you will find something to see and do and experience wherever you go. Um, it, it is those those moments when you start looking at the, the listings and just going, well, I want to do that, I want to do that, and you're just going to have to toss a coin. It really is that difficult, I'm afraid. So, I already yeah. have a conflict, and the schedule's not even released, because, like I was saying earlier, Winona Earp has already mentioned they're going to be on a Saturday, and Marvel is usually also on a Saturday. So I already have a conflict, and we're still, like, two or three weeks out from the schedule even coming out. <laughs> it's the Funko Party and the Eisner, or the Star Trek panel, you know, the Star Trek premiere versus the um, the Geek Blog Party by Tony oh, Kim. Yeah. It, it's, it just, you know, get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's the way it is. But, the, like, like I said, it just... Even if you don't manage to hit that first thing that you want to see, the second one will be just as good. We were talking about this last week, that even when you get down to like your third and fourth options, you're still it's still great stuff. So just be aware that you're not going to see everything. And the one the one thing I would kind of add on to that co- that conversation is that. A lot of times to get into a particular panel, and I'll, I'll pose this question to Leonard and Stephanie too, you, you'll find that you have to go to the, like if you want to get into a, a show to see in Ballroom 20, you'll have to get in a few panels beforehand to see the particular panel you want. And on if you're thinking about it before you know the schedule, it's kind of like, ah, I'll have to waste that whole, I don't know, three or four hour block. But it's precisely that time period, those kind of those extra panels that you, you serendipitously come across that turn you on to a new program. I found out about Supernatural that way. I was in for a Doctor Who panel in Hall H and was like, wow, this is pretty cool, you know. <laughs> Now, this was a few years ago, but I'm just as an example. So what shows, Stephanie and Leonard, have you guys been turned on to um, because you were in a hall for another show? Do you want to go first, Stephanie? Um, you know, there haven't been any that I started watching yet, but there was a surprise panel that I, uh, an actor who I became a fan of because of the panel. Um, I think his name is David Anders. Uh, he he was he's a character on iZombie, and he was part of the TV um, TV Guide like highlight panel. And I just thought he was an actor on a show. And when I watched the panel, like he had a lot of personality and was really funny. And I'm like, this guy's kind of excellent and like I wouldn't have realized he was so hilarious if I hadn't had to sit through that panel to get to the Hannibal panel which of course was the whole reason I was in Ballroom 20 all day long (laughs) for me um, I am one of those people that came late to community Um, I just it wasn't something that kind of so like blew up my skirt. I just wasn't that excited about it. At which point I then went to the Firefly uh, 10-year reunion panel, and 
community had a panel on uh, just before the Firefly panel, and yep, they they had me. They're a very charming bunch of people on that show. So no, I was that's where I yeah I I was uh, certainly uh, turned on to that show from that panel. But yeah, that's that's been my ex, uh, example. So keep your eyes open to any new folk who are going. Just yeah. it, you know experience it. Even if you have, you know, a little bit of time, just try something new. You never know. You, you, you may really enjoy it. I've got a couple of questions that have come in uh, over the last seven days when we announced that this was going to be a noobs one. So uh, just a couple of questions from that, and then we'll uh, get back to Jess and ask uh, get a couple more from her. Uh, this is from, um, let's see, this is from, this is from Graham. Um, we've got four days and preview nights. Where and when do we get our ticket? What information do we need? To pick up tickets. Now, this is more, uh, I suspect, for uh, international attendees. Um, this, if they work on the uh, standard provision, uh, the, the way that they have done in previous years, it will be in the sales pavilion. Um, you will probably be able to uh, pick up your tickets or your badges. Um, you'll probably get your badges uh, on uh, preview night, and you can also pick them up on the when uh, of the. I think you can pick them up on the Tuesday as well, uh, but. Um, uh, you, that's, I suspect for the international uh, people, it is going to be something that uh, is going to be done in sales. That being said, I do know that the uh, San Diego Comic Con unofficial blog have been talking about that they are actually going to be moving all of that to the Marriott Marquis in their new uh, building over on the uh, the side of the convention center, which will be great because that will clear up a lot of space on the sales pavilion for whatever they need to do in terms of perhaps organizing lines for Funko and Lego and all that uh, palaver. So that's something that they've been talking about. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research. But until Comic-Con reveal that information, at this point, it's still all speculation. But it would be really cool if they did, if they moved it all over to uh, the, the Marriott. Same drill, I think they're also going to be moving, collecting your T-shirts from there. It's just this massive space that they now have access to. I think it's also down to just how complete it's going to be at that point. But um, Speaking of, we should probably go over um, exclusive ticketing. Um, where you for, guys, you're going to have to do this because this is where I step out. <laughs> okay. This, um, I, what has happened in the past, um, larger vendors like Hasbro, um, and I'm sure there's Bandai, there's a few other larger vendors who um, issue tickets in the sales pavilion. And they're time-stamped. So, if, for example, Hasbro, which are the tickets that I'm most familiar with, if you want an exclusive from Hasbro, you'll need to get into the everything else line. And we'll go into that. We'll go into lines in a, in a little bit. Um, you'll need to get into the everything else line, proceed up to the sales pavilion, get your um, line up to pick up your Hasbro ticket. That will probably be another hour or two first thing in the morning. Uh, they start handing out the Hasbro tickets at around 9.30. Those, uh, and the Hasbro ticket will be time-stamped. So that it, it, it could say, you know, you're the noon to two slot. 
then you would proceed down to the Hasbro at around 2 o'clock. I'm not sure how some of the other booths do it, but when vendors, and I've heard rumor that Funko is also, since you mentioned Funko earlier, is also going to be doing ticketing this year, I suspect that we will all be... Um, trying to get the Funko tickets upstairs and then going down to the booth at the allotted time to pick up our Funko uh, exclusives. That's That at least is the hope that I have. Um, Stephanie, do you know? Have you, do you do any exclusives at all? I I don't. I honestly don't buy anything <laughs> at the convention. <laughs> I just I wanted. Avoid it. <laughs> yeah, I I just wanted to check. Um, Leonard, have you had any uh, chances no, with the exclusive this tickets? Was, this is why I was throwing it all okay. over to you. Uh, um, so since that's since that's the exclusives. Person who's going to be joining us as of next week to talk about exclusives, but uh, that's great. We'll go. We'll go over the exclusives and the exclusive line more in general. Just to to segue into the lines to get into the 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 hall um, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There are two lines. And I know that <laughs> you guys will be able, Stephanie and Leonard will be able to, to help with this, this particular topic. Um, you've got the Hall H line, which we're all, all three of us are familiar with. Um, that's to get into the 6,000 seat venue. But then we've also got the everything else line. And that's for, uh, ballroom 20 and the floor, uh, the autographs and the exclusive tickets. Leonard, I'm going to leave it up to you to explain the rest of that, <laughs> or <Okay>. Stephanie. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very I'm familiar with the line. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> I've it, done both of them. Both of them are massive. Oh, sorry, we keep talking over each other. I think there's a lag. You go for it. <laughs> yes, is, uh, is any of the, the bigger rooms something that you're interested in doing, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Right. Well, like they say, there's um, there's the two lines uh, which have formed. Uh, one for Hall H, which is formed on the uh, the tented area at the back of the convention center, in between the convention center and the uh, the Hilton, uh, sorry, the uh, the Marriott, the, the Hilton, Hilton, <laughs> the Hilton front, which um, forms around the tents and then leads down across the uh, the, the bay front. In the past, what they've tried to do is uh, organize that line, uh, well, in the last year or so, they've tried to organize that line a little bit better using wristbands. How the wristbands are going to work is now down entirely to uh, CCI. We're going to have to keep our eyes open on if any changes they're going to introduce uh, to the wristband situation. The wristbands were introduced to um, primarily to work out how many people were going to realistically get into rooms like Hall H. Um, what it ended up being is a little bit of a scrum fight in terms of uh, holding space, spaces in the line. It got a little bit uh, confusing. Hopefully, they're going to streamline that uh, system this year. But that's where that line forms. Like I say, the tented area at the back of the convention center and then around uh, the bayfront and pretty much off into the distance. Uh, for the um, everything else line, uh, that forms across the front of the convention center down convention way. And heading down towards Hall H. Um, like uh, um, uh, Lisa says, that is for Ballroom 20, 
for the um, the floor, for um, six BCF, for the main panel rooms upstairs. It is everything is a catch-all thing, and they will try and move you through if you are wanting to get into a specific room while you're in that line. They do actually hand out, the, say, for example, Ballroom 20. They have in the past handed out Ballroom 20 wristbands, which allows you to them to work out how many people are actually going to get into that room. Um, in terms of actually when to queue up for these things, that's also down to the actual panels. I think we're going to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> waved off. I don't think we should talk about it. <laughs> well, here's the thing about talking about exact times. As as soon as someone mentions a time, then everyone's going to be there an hour before that time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like... That's, I was going to, I was going to <laughs> urge people to be a little bit more conservative about their uh, yeah. line because no, it's yeah, it's ridiculous the way that. Well, and here's the thing. There's been such like. Um, I don't know what the word, but like fear about how long these lines are, that it gets overhyped every year and gets worse and worse. Like, I don't want this to sound scary, but the Star Wars one was, what, two days long? Which is not normal. They're usually not two days long. But that, people hear that, and they're going to assume that, like, every line is two days long. And that's that was kind of like a, a rare thing. So when these big events happen and the lines get super long and you're in line for two days, it's up the expectation that everything is going to be this dramatic. So it's it's kind of like playing this line of, yes, the longs can be, uh, lines can be really bad and really long, but it's not all that way, so, like, let's not over-hype it, but, um... I do, I do at least one of them every year, either Hall H or Ballroom 20, or the Everything Else line. I won't do both, and I will only do one night per year, so I need to decide which one I'm gonna do. Um, but, yeah, I I don't know. It's over-hyped, I think. I think (laughs) the the best examples for that is, say, for example, um, Hall H on Saturday. Uh, people do talk about these overnight, these long campouts, the the starting the line two days before, the or the morning of uh, the day before. Um, those people are really wanting to get front and center. Uh, if you actually kind of work out the math of how many people are in those tents and going around the side, you are really talking about the front batch of the. Hall H, it's six and a half thousand people capacity. It's a huge room. Um, and we do kind of forget just how how six and a half thousand people look when they're actually stood in a line. Uh, it kind of it does look like a lot of people, but that's what they're trying to do. Um, there there are screens in Hall H. Sorry? There are screens in Hall H. So the back rows don't, I mean... Don't discount it. Yeah. You know, unless you want to be in the first ten rows, you you don't have to camp. You know, you don't have to camp for the two-day time period. (laughs) Now, of course, I'm going to say that and be proven massively wrong if the two (laughs) Marvel shows come up and people are camping for for days for that. I am not going to be part of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to probably part of it so you'll hear my stories you'll see me tweeting about it <laughs> I want blog posts Stephanie you're they such a great writer line. <laughs> we're going to try it we're going to try it we'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch then and we'll, we'll uh, help each other out for that 
I would yeah. sort of say that if you are wanting to really do kind of like the overnight camping thing or just the, the long, hard slog for the big rooms, certainly follow your um, social media. Um, keep an eye on when those lines are going to form. But I would advise everybody, let's just calm it the hell down. Let's Agreed. Just chill the hell out and let's just calm it down. Overhyped. Overhyped Over. needs to yeah. bring it down a bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I will add one thing to the Hall H line. We've got a thread going on the forum about line comfort tips. Um, and we, we're talking, um, basically about how to be comfortable outdoors in San Diego in the middle of July at two o'clock in the morning when somebody else is either drinking and or snoring and or the buses are going by or the trains are going by. Um, don't know if she's yeah. talking about me here. I really, I yeah. <laughs> no, no. I would never be talking about you, Leonard. <laughs> but um, perhaps earplugs, um, air mattresses, camp chairs. There's a variety of things that you can bring that are lightweight. And if you have a downtown hotel room or a car, can easily be stashed. There's also piles of discards um, every morning, too. So. Yeah. Um, very quickly, um, we've got um, a couple of people watching who have been uh, providing some uh, hints and tips as well. This is going back to um, our comments about where to pick um, your items up uh, in lead up to the convention in terms of your lan lanyards and your badge. Uh, Kerry Dixon's watching from uh, the SCCC blog. Hello, Kerry. Um, saying that the lanyard pickup is going to be in sales. Uh, the badge pickup is going to be in Marriott. So they are going to be moving that over to the new um, certainly part of the new building that they have attached to the Marriott Marina, or they'll be using the, the Marriott Marina a little bit more in terms of badge pickup. Uh, also, Erin uh, Lynn has jumped in on that as well. It's going to be confirmed this week that it will be in sales, not the, uh, the Marriott. So that's for your lanyard. So that's, Hello, Erin, um, one of my riders. I didn't know you were watching. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see what else has been uh, jumped in on the, uh, uh, the bits and pieces. I will throw out a, a bits and pieces while you're looking. Um, always take the escalators um, if you can, uh, even on Wednesday, to conserve energy because it's a marathon. Yeah. Right. Uh, we'll go back to uh, you then. Uh, Jess, any uh, other questions on your list? Um, so after panels, they sometimes have uh, the actors sign stuff. How do those work? Like, is there like, is it a free for all for anybody who's been in the panel, or do you have to line up again, or do yeah. they give out? Yeah, you kind of have to choose one or the other um, because basically there's the Hall H line and the Everything Else line, and the autographs are part of the Everything Else line. So if you want to see a panel in Hall H, you can't be in both the Hall H line and the Everything Else line. Um, uh, I mean, I suppose it's possible. They'll, they'll do their panel and then go straight to the signing. So you can't then come out of the panel room and go straight down to the, the booth because people will be lining up for the booth. So, yeah, you do have to make the decision between the two. One of our... Uh, one of our contributors on the forum, Kevin, does a lot of autographs. He's kind of an expert on it. Um, 
I don't know if he has a, has a thread going on it yet, but he, he is a pro at autographs. Like, every year he just gets a ton of them, but every night he's basically in the everything else line. So <laughs> Exactly. That, <laughs> that is for the celebrities, um, the television and the movie celebrities. Um, if you're going for some of the lesser uh, comic creators or some of the lesser um, television celebs, you might find that you're able to do both. I, I cut out, I was going to see uh, JMS, um, uh, the Babylon 5 guy, I wanted to get a signature. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I cut, <laughs> I cut out of his panel, uh, you know, a couple minutes early so I could get a good spot in his, in his line. So it is possible, just you have to get that sense of um, how much demand is for that particular person. A uh, couple more questions on uh, the the coming over the last uh, couple of days. Um, someone is asking about uh, it, the basics of the the convention. Are there is there free available Wi-Fi in the halls? Um, <laughs> yes, yes, there is. Alyssa, uh, <laughs> yes, there is. There is, but it's not always the most reliable, um, especially between panels when everyone takes out their phone at once and it kind of goes down. But. It's it's there. It's just not the most reliable. I mean, certain spots. No, because last year they um, they partnered up with a new company or another company uh, to do the Wi-Fi. Um, certainly on the outside of the exhibition center and in the panel rooms, they doubled the receivers. Uh, so um, uh, the, they doubled the bases. So certainly outside of the exhibition center. Uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, you've got a pretty solid uh, signal out there. You will not have signal inside the exhibition floor, okay? Mm -hmm. Just to let you know. If you're trying to get any kind of Wi-Fi or even any kind of signal, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's Basically, if you plan on uh, contacting someone when you're in the uh, the exhibition hall, that's not going to happen. I've tried to meet friends in the exhibition hall, and then when I'm on my way to meet them, tried to, like, call them doesn't work, and that, that's kind of a shock. <laughs> texting. Um, the smaller data packets, texting. Um, those work way better than phone or Wi-Fi. Um, so get an unlimited text plan for your, your thing, uh, seriously. It's, it's, that's the only way of keeping in communication when you're on the floor. Um, Wi-Fi I found at, outside of the halls. Um, I was able to find a couple of spots last year, Leonard, where I was able to get to get Wi-Fi, but it's few and far between. Do n it's not dependable. <laughs> oh, my cat's joining us. I'll, I'll thumb wrestle you on this one. But... <laughs> okay, uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is going to be more for Alyssa and for Stephanie on this one. If I buy some big items, will schools hold them until the end of the day, or do we have to carry them about all day? Okay. <laughs> oh, I love the fuzzies. Um, in general... The stalls will not hold them. I have had one or two smaller comic and book vendors hold them, but in general, they will not. Um, 
there are three options. One, if you have a downtown hotel room, you're set. Two, if you have underground parking, you're all set. Um, but the third one is the uh, bag check. That's really the only way of going about it. One year I did try and find, I was uh, uh, many years ago and I was, my hotel was far away. I ended up having, I went to like three or four bag checks and they were all full. Um, people have told me that they've had a lot better luck with them now. Um, this, you know, more recently. So, but bag checks are your only way. Okay. Um, as uh, this is a question from the Q and A uh, from Bradley Goran. Hello, Bradley. Anyone ever tried Bluetooth chat apps to keep in touch to avoid the problem of internet wireless networks being spotty? Uh, people have, have they found them that effective? The only downside to that is just sheer amount of signal. Um, you've got that m amount of people, um, it's just untenable, unfortunately. And with Bluetooth at the end of the day, because it is more of a, 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 a kind of like a close proximity um, chat app, it can, I would say, that's a little bit awkward. Um, certainly, yeah, the texting is probably going to be your best bet for staying in touch with people, certainly if you're going to be on the exhibition floor a lot. Speaking of which, someone has uh, asked about um, uh, the exhibition floor. Let's see where I can find that. Uh, any great booths or artists or exhibits or activities that you would recommend? Uh, this is from uh, Kat. Hello, Kat. Um, I'm just going to say Artist Alley. If you've not checked out Artist Alley at Comic-Con, if uh, it's something that is kind of not a, not caught your eye before. I really would recommend it. I did it really properly for the first time last year and it was one of the highlights of my con. Uh, just seeing some insanely talented people right there and doing what they do in front of you. For me, that's that's my recommendation. Uh, Stephanie? I don't do a lot of shopping. Like I said, I usually walk the floor once and see what there is to do and then leave. It's like an hour or two at most. Um, but at any convention, I would second, uh, second your Artist Alley recommendation because if I'm ever going to spend money, money at a convention, I'd rather it be to the artists than to like the larger shops that are selling things, most of which, unless it's an SDCC exclusive, you can get online later. Um, so there's no point in like spending your money on things that you can have shipped to your house from like Amazon um, but the artist a lot of the stuff they bring they're one of a kind or they're they're prints that you know they did um, as an artist themselves and I don't know those are the type of people I'd like to support but like I said I usually don't spend money at this particular convention so <laughs> Alyssa um, I don't know what is going to be there at this point, so I couldn't say which booths I will be hitting up. Um, there are a number of I I have been known in the past. Let me put it to you this way: of trying to get the freebies. So there is a particular route <laughs> route that I have been known to take, <laughs> which involves some of the bigger name booths, the foxes, the uh. All, uh the WBs, all of those in through, um, down into the center of it. I have heard that the, um, the book, uh, the book area is a very, a lot of my friends hang out there. They like, uh, meeting the actual 
authors of of the books because they'll have a, a lot of freebies and um, signings in through there. So if you are an avid reader, that's a good area to check out. Um, I always enjoy The Walking Dead, the image booth. Um, they always have some nice signings uh, if you are into comics. Uh, all of the, the image, the uh, the DC, the Marvel booths, all of those, uh, uh, all of those booths, the IDW will all have their schedules printed up beforehand for um, signings for their comics. Um, uh, the CGC, the the people that do the slabbing, that's always one of my. Uh, I always seem to go over there and give them lots of money <laughs> over the <laughs> <laughs> because I do like the slab comics, as you can see. Um, but in terms of the specific ones, like whether or not The Walking Dead is going to have, uh, they did a really neat interactive booth last year. I don't know. Um, we won't know that for quite a while um, until probably when we get the floor plan. Is that a good estimate, Leonard? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think the floor plan, you're looking about two, three, two weeks down the line. I think I think in order you're going to be getting the T-shirts and that kind of thing sooner rather than later. We've already had the shuttle route, so we're on plan en route for that kind of uh, information. In about two weeks' time, we'll get the floor plan, and then we'll start getting the panel information. Um, let's go for a, a, another question from the list, and then we'll go back to... Uh, uh, to Jess. Uh, someone's asked uh, when to show up on the Thursday and how do the panels normally run on the first couple of days? Um, it's a very good question. Um, in terms of the Thursday, um, obviously it's not the, the massive crush as it is on uh, the, uh, the the preview night uh, for the exclusives and to be honest it's down to the panels and what you want to see. If there's a panel first thing then obviously you have to arrive a little bit early and it depends of course the the popularity of that particular panel. But I have known uh, on Thursdays um, you can pretty much almost walk into most of the major rooms um, depending on the, uh, the, 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 the appeal of the panel. Um, but certainly, say for example, for Hall H, if you are wanting to do the Hall H experience and certainly get inside and have a look around and see what that room's like, Thursday's your best bet uh, because um, for some reason... It just happens to be a day when people can almost just walk in and just check it out. Or late Sunday afternoon, you know, after, you know, after last year, like the Doctor Who. Yeah, Supernatural after after those. <laughs> well, I, I heard you could walk into um, Sons of Anarchy, for example, last year. Uh, so... But um, to go back into panels and when to get there, um, 6BCF, um, in terms of the ranking, you've got Hall H with about 6K in terms of uh, seats. And then you've got Ballroom 20, which I believe is about 2K, and then a 2 or 3K. And then I think you've got 6BCF, which is almost 2K in terms of people, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but for that, they tend, in that room, 6BCF, which happens to be my favorite room, they tend to show the less, some of the lesser shows, like they had Last Ship last year, they had a, a NASA panel, um, so they'll have some well-known shows and premieres, uh, 
And for in general, for that room, you can, if it's a well-known show, you can usually get in if you get there, um, a, I'd say a, sh- a panel or two beforehand. Uh, that's a that's a real rough rule of thumb, and if it's massively popular, you're going to want to be earlier. If you if it's not so much, um, you could be even a little bit later. I mean, that's where they have all of the uh, gaming panels, Blizzard and and the like. I think is also in six B B C F. Right. Uh, any other question, Jess? Uh, so. Um I know it all depends on how much you buy, uh, and if you buy a lot of stuff, but do you have like an estimated like budget per day? <laughs> a budget? There's a thread on the forum about this, and I chimed in. I'm probably one of the cheaper people, but a lot of people are like, yeah, like two or three hundred dollars a day, and I'm like, thirty dollars a day for food. <laughs> like the cheapest person in that thread so it's going to really depend on like um, if you want to buy merchandise, if you want to sit down and eat at restaurants every day or if you're going to go, there's a route within walking distance of the convention center you can make your own food and be really cheap Um, it's really going to depend on you but yeah I usually spend like $30 a day on food and drink I can't say how much I spend. Um, I, what I will say, because I don't really keep track, what I will say is that most of my food goes on my credit card um, so I can keep track of it, but my expenses are usually paid. My uh, extra like toy income <laughs> expenses are usually paid in, in cash. Um, so the, those are two, two separate things, uh, to go for, but expenses are a difficult one. Go ahead, Leonard. Sorry. No, it's, it's, it's a, like I say, it is a very good question. I mean, per, for myself personally, um, I look at around maybe, yeah, about $20, $30 a day, unless there's something that I, that happens to just grab my attention. Um, there was, um, uh, some very nice pieces of artwork that I wanted to uh, buy, and I ended up uh, picking them up in Artist Alley. I think I paid something like twenty, thirty dollars a shot. Um, it's just down to your own. I mean, you can do Comic Con relatively cheaply uh, because at the end of the day, you've paid for the badge and everything inside the convention center, um, in terms of the panels, of the kind of the experience of the whole thing. That's there. It's free of charge, and you can wander around, and you don't have to pay to get into the panel rooms. It's just down to what you actually then want to take home with you. Um, you don't have to spend a massive amount. Uh, I mean, someone actually has turned around and asked on the uh, uh, on the questions uh, about um, are there places to eat and drink inside the convention center? Um, uh, are they I wouldn't eat and drink life? inside. Yes, <laughs> avoid. Yeah. Avoid, Avoid buying inside the convention center. Eat outside of it. Yeah. I, I go, will go say... Go to 7-Eleven. Um, go to Subway's. Yeah. I, I will say, um, always have uh, some water and some food with you. Um, I got into a bit of a, a hard time last year. <laughs> I... <laughs> 
Leonard. Um, I was in on Sunday afternoon. I was in a line. I had dumped all of my stuff. I needed to get two posters signed. I figured, oh, this is not going to be long. Um, ended up being in queue for 45 minutes. Didn't have any water. Didn't have any food. Was like almost passing out. Kind of, you know, keeling over because I run pretty close to the. I don't eat a lot of food these days, given. The, the SDC fit and weight loss stuff. Um, I was like tweeting. I was like, you know, to all of my texting, to all of my friends. Okay, I'm getting this poster signed for you. Bring me water now. <laughs> you know? I, here, here's my take on that. I'm hypoglycemic, so if I don't eat like every three or four hours, I get really um, sorry for my cat interrupting me. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, I get really sick if I don't eat every couple of hours. Um, so I always have... Um, like granola bars, trail mix. Uh, my bag is basically like a little tiny mini kitchen. So, um, yeah, don't underestimate it, especially if you have a medical thing. I've even started a box of snacks. Uh, I get I, I buy snacks in bulk these days, and I've even started accumulating. Um, like I've got little olive packets, and and because I'm not a big sweet fan. I mean, I love chocolate, but I, I don't. So I've got a. a a thing that is ready to go so I could just carry it. One thing I will say, if you do travel southwest uh, and you get the two free bags, um, or actually if you get any airline, uh, put bring two bags with you. But the trick is on the way out to San Diego, put the smaller suitcase, pack that smaller suitcase with your clothes and snacks, and put that one into your bigger suitcase, which is empty. That will give you your entire big suitcase to bring stuff back with you. Uh, so you'll only be paying, if you do one of the other airlines, you'll only be paying for that extra bag going in one direction. That's my tip of the day. Okay, a uh, couple more comments on the uh, on the Q and A. Um, uh, Kerry is actually um, making a comment about the uh, the capacity of Ballroom Twenty. By the way, uh, Alyssa, uh, the capacity is forty eight hundred. Uh, it's not as low as wow. it's a lot bigger than that. Thank you, Kerry. Yeah, I was I was thinking it was going to be more like four two, but there we go, four eight. I, that, yeah, that sounds about right. It's a, it is a big room. It um, makes sense. Yeah. And let's see what else there was. Uh, um, Michael Leventhal, for budget, I like to have a, a number in my head for exclusives. Food is different, obviously. And then I take cash out for the entire con. Once that cash is gone, I'm done spending money. That's one way of uh, uh, looking at it, I suppose. Uh, I mean, we've got someone who's asked the question, should we carry cash or are cards the preferred method of payment? There are um, select Wi-Fi spots inside the exhibition floor purely for vendors. However, they are not um, used on every single booth, and if you've been to enough booths where they've tried to do uh, electronic payment, you'll know that that can be a little bit problematic in itself. Uh, so cash is always the best bet. Don't use the, um, the machines inside the convention center, purely because they're always going to be busy, and I believe they also charge as well. So do try and use, uh, say, the bank, um, machines outside in San Diego, there are plenty uh, out in, say, Gaslamp, and uh, there are cash point machines around uh, the, the city. So that's uh, my suggestion there. Um, James Ormerson's asking a question, and this is going back to about collecting your badges, and I'm going to very quickly cover this one because it is uh, regarding for international 
uh, attendees. Does this mean that international attendees will need to queue for badges, then go to a queue for lanyards, books, and bags? Or will one be, or will there be one international bag, badge, all in one go? Um, it's a very good question. Uh, at the end of the day, we haven't been told by CCI exactly what the situation is, uh, but um, I can only imagine that it is going to be two separate lines, purely because everyone else is also going to be wanting to get their bags, uh, their lanyards, and their books, and etc. So I think it is going to be a case of get your um, your, lan your badge as an international attendee from wherever they set that up, and then go and find your bags, which will probably be a direct line. There will be a a, a line from there to the uh, the next step. So until CCI release any information about that, and I can imagine that's going to happen in about oh two weeks' time, I would say. That's my take on that. Okay, um, let's see what else there was. Uh, yeah, any other questions from you, Jess? Uh, so I've heard of, there are a lot of uh, really great outside events. Uh, any ones that you you guys have been to that you'd recommend, or like for example, like any input on the Nerd HQ event? That is a whole other podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, the downside to the offsite at the moment is we don't know exactly what's going to be everywhere and anywhere. We do know about the Suicide Squad ones. Uh, that's going to be taking place in the Hard Rock Hotel. Uh, there's going to be an Escape from Bellevue um, uh, event that's taking place there. Loads of uh, bits and pieces of Suicide Squad. Um, I believe there's, well, there's the Star Trek um, uh, artist exhibition. There's that kind of thing. Like I say, though, uh, the, I mean, the two ones which are certainly going to be attracting a lot of attention are Conan and also Nerd HQ. And until Nerd HQ release any information, Unfortunately, we can't say too much about Nerd HQ. People have been asking about who's going to be appearing at Nerd HQ and when we can find out about that. Here comes the bad news. Uh, you don't find out about Nerd HQ until a week before the actual con itself. They have been releasing, or they have released tickets for Nerd HQ on the Saturday before the convention. It's One time. They actually released tickets during the convention for the Hannibal panel. They released it Thursday morning of the con. Yeah. So. It's unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but uh, the, they basically base their panels and all their guests at Nerd HQ from who's actually going to be at Comic-Con and also down to their availability when their panels are going to be. So, for example, if Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be at uh, Comic-Con... Um, Lord. Have a <laughs> We'll have a couple of panels. <laughs> Nerd HQ will have to kind of negotiate around that schedule. So until Comic-Con release theirs, Nerd HQ can't say a great deal. I will add on to that. Nerd HQ last year did a Mr. Robot panel, and I have to think that the reason why they did that, uh, the Mr. Robot at Nerd HQ, is because they were too late to get into San Diego um, in, in a panel for, for San Diego Con. Um, I do think this year that we are going to get a Mr. Robot panel, and I'm betting that it will be at least in uh, bar uh, six Six, room 6BCF or, um, or in ballroom 20. That's my educated guess with, with regards to, to that. But we should do it in an off-site panel show, Leonard. Sounds like a plan. I think uh, I'd love to be part of that. Closer to the actual uh, convention because at this point, like I say, oh, yeah. 
we don't know a great deal about what's actually going to be uh, available. Um, question that's come in, and I like this one. What's the best advice anyone has ever given you about Comic-Con? Um, I'll go to Stephanie on this one first. Just bring um, this one out. What's the best well, advice you've ever given you? Uh, something actually you mentioned earlier, and this was um, kind of what helped set me up uh, for my first convention, is even if you don't get into your first choice or your second choice or your third choice, you're going to have a good time. Like, there's so much to do. Um, so, you know, if if you are really aiming for that Marvel panel and the line's too long and you don't get in, you know, don't be too terribly upset about it because there is so much going on that you'll also love and if you're only going there for one thing, chances are you're going to be really dedicated to get into that thing and make it happen anyway um, but for people like me who have a lot of diverse interests, you know missing out on one thing is not going to be kind of the end of the con for you There, there's so much to do you're not going to be bored yeah Michael Leventhal's actually uh, alluded to that, saying uh, that have uh, your plans going in by all means, but uh, just be prepared to change those plans on a dime and have multiple choices because there are so much things um, that will attract your attention. Uh, Alyssa, what's uh, been the best piece of advice you've ever had? Um, I manage expectations. It goes right along with what you guys are saying. Um, even though I would dearly love to get into the Mar that Marvel panel and Hall H that's hap that happens on Saturdays, I don't think I'm going to even try for it because there is so much else that I want to do um, instead of that. Uh, with that that period of time, I could walk the floor. I could see a panel in 6BCF. I could... Um, take a look at some of the off-sites, I could go out and get a good meal because, you know, don't forget to eat. <laughs> that's, maybe that's my best piece of information. <laughs> don't forget to eat, yeah. <laughs> my, my personal best piece of inf uh, advice that I ever got is get your shoes in order a good two, three weeks beforehand. Um, break them in. Make sure they're comfortable because you're going to be doing a lot of walking. You're going to be spending a lot of time on your feet. And if you're kind to your feet, your feet will be kind to your con. Uh, Segway into SDCC Fit. It's not too late to start walking. Yeah. Starting, <laughs> yeah. I'd get your, your cardio, uh, cardio up and running. And if you haven't started already, get on with it now. Because, like I say, it, because of the way that the convention is set up now, with the convention campus as uh, Comic-Con now call it, it is spread over such a large distance, you're going to be putting the, the, the mileage in. So, good pair of shoes, um, maybe even a, a spare pair of socks in the uh, the backpack, perhaps. <laughs> Which, uh, someone else's, uh, this is another question. I'm going to very quickly go through the uh, the questions that I've got, uh, which have been sent, sent through. Um, is it worth buying a backpack with chargers, etc., for phones? I saw everyone had big freebie bags, and are there places to recharge your phones? It's a two-part question on that one. Definitely get a decent backpack. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I have, uh, well, first of all, a lot of the freebie bags are not always the best quality, so they might fall apart on you. Um, one year, one of my friends used the free bag, and because of the weight, things just fell out the bottom. 
not all bags are going to be that cheap, but, uh, you know, <laughs> don't rely on them. And also for the second part of that, battery, I bring two portable chargers with me. Each of them can charge my phone twice. So I have five full phone charges with me at all times. So. Yeah. There are, <laughs> there are a couple of PowerPoints around the convention center, but they will either be used or you're just going to be plugged to the wall. Uh, so, yeah, external battery packs are your friends. There you go. There's Alyssa. There's this, this will give me a charge and a half, and I have another brick that I carry with me, which will give me about four charges. So, yeah, phone battery, key. Yeah. it's a very good point. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see what else there was. Um, I'm not going to go into this one because it's just down to your own personal preference. Recommended places for lunch, uh, breakfast, and dinner. Um, I would certainly suggest broken yolk at some point because it is very, very good. Um, but that's just me. I uh, agree. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a more basic question, and I'm not entirely sure how to answer it. Hopefully, someone might be able to jump in on this. Um, staying in Chula Vista near the trolley track, can I get trolley tickets to cover the entire period of the week? You can. Um, you can get, I, I'm not sure about specifically in Chula Vista, but I know that when I was taking the trolley down from Mission Valley, you can get a three-day pass for, I don't know, five or ten bucks um, into it. The trolley is a great way of going if you're not on a shuttle route. Uh, it drops you right off in front of the convention center, and, um, yeah, do it. Excellent. Um, I don't know if um, Alyssa... Stephanie, have you had any questions that people have been asking? What's the, the big question that people have been asking as they've been preparing for comp? Uh, I think we covered a lot of the big ones. Most of the things people ask me about is lines, which we went over earlier. That seems to be everyone who comes to Comic-Con is scared of lines because we've overhyped it so much. But we kind of covered that earlier. So This year... Lines are banned. Yeah. <laughs> there are no lines at Comic-Con. Um, uh, Comic-Con International are releasing this as a, an official release tomorrow. Uh, anyone over a, a line of five people or more are going to get tasered. Yeah, whack them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you just whack, 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 whack. <laughs> and you're going to spend the entire con whacking. <laughs> Weekend TV. Like being tasered. Uh, hey, it's a fun way to the week. Um, let's see what else. Uh, we've got um, Michael P., who's suggesting somewhere to eat. Uh, Richard Walker Pancake House. I don't know that one. Where is that? I have no idea where that's at. Never heard of that one. Might have to Google that one. Um, for myself, um, if you go a little bit further out of town, um, Phil's Barbecue. Uh, oh. Very yes. nice. Very nice. Um, where else? What else have we got? Um I think a lot of people are asking about uh, Star Trek Beyond tickets. Uh, we don't know. No. And uh, about lines, and everyone's going to be lining. Lines, lines, lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, and Sarita P, uh, go to Ralph's. Stock of yes. Ralph's is your friend. Seconded. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Um, uh, certainly, uh, one thing that I will um, finish up on. Uh, for this uh, episode is uh, something that Erin Lynn has turned around and said. Twitter is your friend. Okay? Do check the SDCC tag. 
it's on there. People are talking about Comic-Con. People are talking about exclusives that are getting released. People are talking about, um, and certainly throughout the, throughout the con. However, I'm going to add something to it. For half an hour of the day, maybe even an hour, do what you can to take your phone, put it in your pocket, and turn it off. Go and wander and explore. This thing is just a wealth of things to see and do. You get to talk to people. They are all in this town, this city, to embrace their fandom and their passions. Put the phone away and enjoy it. That's For me, that's the best piece of advice I can give. But that's that's just me. Um, anything you want to wrap up on, Alyssa? No, I'm I'm just looking forward to the the week in television and uh, you know getting some new shows out, uh, seeing some new shows this week. Um, we got a return of the last ship happening in a day or two. Um, we've got a return of Orange is the New Black. Um, if you're into laughing at the political situation, there is a, a new show called Brain Dead, which um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to massively because extremists on both sides of the aisle are just wacky. <laughs> they really rive it. Um, there's also a new sitcom called Wrecked, which is coming out, which apparently is is lost themed. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to to that one too. Uh, um, anything that's kind of light on your horizon, Stephanie? Oh, um. Right now, uh, not really. I'm just watching my shows one week at a time and uh, getting ready for con. I can't think beyond the convention right now. It's just preparing. <laughs> okay, and um, well, yeah, Jess is. Uh, I, I, I think we've done what we can to answer your questions. Um, have, have we helped? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I took a lot of notes for it. Um, thanks. Thanks, you guys, for all the answers and input and stuff. No worries. Um, if people do want to find you on uh, on social media to help you out, where can people find you online? Uh, so on Twitter, I'm at just J-E-S-H-14, and also on Tumblr. Excellent. Same handle. Brilliant. Thank you very much, indeed, for joining us. I really do hope that we've helped. Excellent. Uh, Stephanie, thank you very much, indeed, for joining us. Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at the Geekery is uh, my website. It's um, run by several people from my website. My personal Twitter account is Angel underscore Kink. <laughs> um, so you can find me in both places. Excellent stuff. Um, I really would recommend checking out the Geekery uh, at the website. There's <laughs> lots of fun stuff on there, and uh, they really do. They're very. Um, they are, for me, the dictionary definition of fandom. I do. I'm a massive fan of that. <laughs> Thank you. We try. <laughs> I will second that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, Alyssa, where can people find you? Um, on the forum, friendsofcc.com forward slash forum. Um, I do want to just say uh, about the nightclub event last night in Orlando, just a brief um, thing to all of us who are going out to conventions this summer. See something, say something. Yeah. Please. You know, it's, it's, uh, it, they're coming into the entertainment industry and, uh, it, it's devastating. 
Um, so see something, say something. Uh, I do also want to just add, uh, mention one other thing is we will, will, we might be experiencing some technical, um, issues and downtime this afternoon as we move over to Amazon servers this afternoon. Uh, when it, when we are, have completed the move, I will publish, uh, the week in television, which will basically sum up what I've said, and also, um, the hangout. So you'll get a tweet from that. And where can people find you, Leonard? <laughs> uh, yes, you can find me online, uh, if you just type into Google, an Englishman in San Diego, that's, I pop up in all sorts of places. But the best place to uh, get in contact with me is on Twitter, Englishman SDCC. Um, I will be, I usually lurk on, on there on a regular basis at some strange hours in the morning. Uh, so yes, uh, by all means, if there's any questions or anything you want to uh, bring up, do let me know. Um, next week, we are going to be talking about the films of Comic-Con. We're going to be joined by a guest I've been looking forward to having on the show for some time now. Uh, she is the editor-in-large for Empire Magazine. This is Helena O'Hara who's going to be joining us. Uh, so that's next week. Do take care, enjoy the rest of your week, and um, from all of us on the uh, Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.